Welcome to Grace Notes. We're in the middle of a study on the subject, How to Enjoy Life. So far, we've learned that the key to finding lasting happiness is knowing our Creator through His Son, Jesus Christ. Accepting Christ's free gift of salvation enables us to experience the love of God and understand our reason for living. We also found that God desires to prosper us, but tells us to beware of making idols of our possessions. We're to put our hope and trust only in Him. Today, Barbara Sandbeck will focus on another aspect of enjoying life that you may not have considered. So stay tuned. My name is Barbara Jean Sandbeck. My maiden name is Barbara Jean Hauk. I had no part in choosing either of these names. Obviously, I was too young to cast my vote when I was born, and I was too in love to criticize my husband's name when we married, though I like it. What's important about a name anyway? Our name establishes our identity. The last name places us in a family, and our first name makes us unique within that family. Names have meanings, too. My name, Barbara, means joy-bearer. Now, I don't know if my mom expected me to live up to that, but I think God had that in mind. In Old Testament times, the first names were often given to reflect the situation in which the child was born. As Rachel lay dying in childbirth, she named her son Benoni, which means son of my sorrow. God also commanded that certain names be given even before the birth. Such was the case with John the Baptist and Jesus. God saw fit to change names, too, to reflect a changed character or purpose. Abram's name, which meant exalted father, was changed to Abraham, meaning father of many, when God established his covenant with him, promising that he'd have heirs as numerous as the stars. Jacob, whose name meant trickster, had his name changed, I bet he was glad, to Israel, which means he fights and persists with God, after he wrestled for a blessing and won. Yes, our name is important, but God's name is sacred. It's a representation of his character, his essential nature. In Old Testament times, the name Yahweh or Jehovah was so sacred, priests never spoke it and even washed their hands before writing it. In the Lord's model prayer for us recorded in Matthew 6, Jesus said that we should revere the name of the Lord by praying, Hallowed be thy name. That means we're to treat his name as holy. The third commandment in Exodus 20, verse 7 states, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who has taken his name in vain. How do we take his name in vain? One way is by frivolous use of it. Leviticus 19:12 says that we should not swear by God's name falsely or profane his name. To profane means to use it with irreverence or with undue familiarity. That reminds me of a contemporary Christian song that uses initials to refer to Jesus. Oh, I cringe every time I hear it. Do we misuse the Lord's name? Are we even offended by the misuse of it? We'll hollow his name more if we take time to think of who he is and who we aren't. King David understood the sacredness of God's name. Listen to excerpts from Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you care for him? (laughs) 
Testament era in which we live, the name Jesus should command the same respect as Jehovah. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. The Apostle Paul wrote of Jesus in Philippians 2, 9-11, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The name Jesus means the Lord saves. Peter, in speaking of Jesus in Acts 4.12, wrote, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Romans 10.13 reinforces that verse. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The Apostle Peter, in speaking to unbelievers, said in Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So, what does the name of the Lord have to do with enjoying life more? A lot! The name Christ means the Messiah, the Son of God. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, we take on the name Christian or follower of Christ because according to John 1.12, we too become sons of God. We're identified as part of God's family. We're not only a king's kid with all the privileges that that entails. We have authority to call on the name of the Lord and receive the Holy Spirit's power, the same power that God used to raise Christ from the dead. Here are some of the benefits we're given. We're instructed. In John fourteen twenty six. Jesus said, The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. We're protected. In John 17, Jesus prayed, Holy Father, protect them, his children, by the power of your name the name you gave me. We're never alone. John fourteen eighteen says the Holy Spirit lives with us and is in us. We have a counselor free of charge who will be with us forever, according to John fourteen sixteen, and will guide us into all truth, per John sixteen thirteen. We have a life assurance policy. 1 John five eleven through 13 says that when we believe on the name of the Son of God, we have eternal life through him. In John fourteen thirteen, Jesus says that we can ask for anything in his name, and he'll do it to bring glory to the Father. In Jeremiah thirty three three, God says, Call unto me, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. What a name! What a life! What more could you want? But you know what? We misuse his name by lack of use. The writer of this timeless hymn understood that. He wrote, Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. We should never let adversity get us down, except on our knees.
things look so tough. You're up against a wall, but someone's waiting for your call. Come, Jesus, seek Him who made the earth, the sky, the sea. Call, call on Jesus. Grace Notes. For more information about this ministry, write to Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland 21047, or visit us at our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.